0: Greetings. Merry meet. Welcome to our little cottage in the forest of the internet. You're listening to Country Dwellers Podcast with Marilyn and Runa. Walk with us on our path as we illuminate spirituality from the pagan perspective. Merry meet. Welcome to our 21st Country Dwellers Podcast. Holy
1: cow. Hello, everyone. I'm Marilyn. And I'm Runa. So I just wanted to mention something super quick before we move on. Recently, I was interviewed by my sweet friend, Miss Mia, on Uwave.fm, and it aired on Samhain, and what, what, what a treat to have that gift of celebration on that particular night. So, Miss Mia, when you listen to this, please know that I am forever grateful. I had such an amazing time. Thank you. And will the rest of us get to listen to this? Can we go to youwave.fm and listen to it? Well, I listen to it live, so I don't know if there's a web link. I'm going to have to check. Okay. I'll, che- I'll check with Mia and find out if there's a web link, and then if there is, maybe we can just add it, like, in the notes somewhere on the website or whatever. Sure, we can totally do that. Awesome. And
0: I need to tell our listeners that we're going to have our pagan connection. However, we've feng shuied the order of our podcast and the pagan connection section will come a little bit later. So for now, let's jump into the tarot card of the week. Sounds awesome. I love it. (laughs) I'm about ready to get out of this Pisces moon, and what does the tarot
1: have to tell us about it?
0: Let's see.
1: Girl. Emotion, emotion, emotion. Oh, so much emotion. Scorpio, Pisces. Oh, well, look at this. Well, good for you. You drew a water card, Six of Cups, which is water card, but Six of Cups is, it's still emotion, Mm -hmm. but it's a wonderful remembrance of... Happy happy times from when we were younger. Mm. So kind of So bringing, we'll just get to feel old this week. Yes, that what we you're will, telling me. We will. <laughs> but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It, and I don't want to say old. We are going to actually know our wisdom. Mm. Let's put it that way. Great. Okay? So we're going to be visiting our wisdom via our memories from our youth our loving, Mm. wonderful, healing, emotional memories from our youth. It could also bring feelings of missing certain people that you used to be connected to when Mm. you were younger, things like that. So don't be surprised if you feel that. But instead of a tear being shed, maybe now a smile will be had when you have those memories. So the Six of Cups is about that feeling of, Youthful happiness. So that's a pretty damn good card. Hmm. The feeling of youthful emotional happiness. Yeah, if I could have like a little bit of youthful energy, that'd oh my be God. awesome. Right? <laughs> Serious. So how about we transform those <laughs> in that emotional youthful happiness into energy by connecting with all of that amazing stuff that lives within us and using that happiness to... Lift us up off our feet a little bit so we can fly. I like it. I like it, too. That's what I plan on doing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Six of Cups. Yes, thank you very much. What's going on with the Witch's Almanac? Well, this is a
0: very busy time for us hedge witches. Mm -hmm. With Samhain Full moon tonight, you're going to find a lot of head witches still riding that hedge, which we talked about in the last podcast. Yes. So if you're just finding us Mm -hmm. now, listeners, feel free to go back to Episode 20 and listen to that but this is absolutely also a great time for scrying and i did a little bit since halloween and it brought me to a new conclusion which i'll get to in a minute as for this moon tonight i'll be doing double duty as i've been asked to help cleanse someone's home I'll also be doing my own because it's just that time in the circle of energy. Yep. And I'm also going to be charging ritual bath salts and whipping up some spells and charms and potions to be procured by those who want those sorts of things. (laughs) I'm also going to be renewing my studies in palmistry, which I haven't touched in a long while because I've been working on things like automatic writing and tarot. I love
1: my automatic writing.
0: But... Divine Download said I needed to shift my focus. So I'm doing that. I'm going back to some of my roots and palmistry and tea leaves. And that's very much a hedge witch thing to do as well. Studying, learning, assessing, and reassessing. Mm -hmm. And the energy of this moon is particularly charging, I'm finding. And I mean, every moon is. But this moon has me reeling with energy. And I want to focus that magic into everything that I can amplify it. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. What is the full moon energy pulling you to do?
1: Oh, my gosh. You know what? Oh, goodness sakes. This is the first weekend I've had off in I can't even remember how long. Wow. So, yeah. So, to be quite honest with you, this full moon for me is really, really pulling me to organize and clean my house, fold on my laundry, clean out some closets, things like that. Because it's in Taurus, so that's earthly sign, so all of that good stuff, and it talks about home and everything like that. And with me, if my home is cluttered, my mind is cluttered. And so, especially me being a Virgo. So it's, I'm Virgo and we're going to have earthly moon, you know, so Mm. it's two earthly things. So for me, the moon is really, really, really calling me to ground in my home, in my Mm -hmm. sacred space. And to do that. It needs to be cleansed and organized. So that's what the moon is calling me to do. Very earthly, family, home-oriented stuff.
0: Makes sense. I've spent hours and hours this week doing much of the same. I I know you came straight to the studio. I know. I'm looking at empty bookcases. (laughs) You had to have purged quite a bit. I babe. have, I have. You won't even recognize my kitchen because you came straight in I here. I did. I didn't, didn't even really see the look. kitchen. I yeah. Didn't <laughs> really
1: look. Oh my goodness. Oh, I can't wait to go back out there. So, what else
0: about uh, moon cycles does everybody need to know about?
1: Well, today we are in our third quarter phase. Last night we had full moon, which was in the sign of Taurus. So mm-hmm. that was Friday and. Today, Saturday, we're in our third quarter phase, which is technically now we're in waning gibbous, considered crone status instead of mother status. It's also called the moon of retribution. But some people... That's kind of scary sounding. It it is, right? (laughs) But some people still consider this the full moon too, which I do too. And I almost teeter-totter between mother and crone and kind of dance that line in between. Mm -hmm. So you can have the energies of both of them. You know what I'm saying? that healing energy along with that wisdom that's pretty fucking powerful itself yeah no
0: i have been feeling it i
1: totally yeah for sure so this is the moon now of we're going into our banishing releasing reversing breaking bad habits or addictions and ending those shitty fucking relationships that we all carry Mm -hmm. so end that shit it's a time of deep intuition and divination is to be done now so Whatever you find that you, that is calling you to divine with and that's connecting with spirit. So crying is a form of divination and there's multitude ways to scry, right? Mm -hmm. I at this moon would fire scry. And the reason I would fire scry is because fire is all about transformation. Mm. So as I'm organizing and cleansing my home and getting and, you know, uh, encasing my home with that family energy, What do I want to transform now? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would fire scry. Some people would water scry, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, we are, we were just in water moon, and it's water month. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So a lot of people would water scry using your tea leaves, your tarot cards, whatever. Mm -hmm. It is a wonderful time for divination because, like I said, we're attached to Mother Moon and Crone Moon so divining for that healing intuitive message that Mm -hmm. you need to get at this time is really really great and like we said the moon right now sits in the sign of taurus the bull feminine earth sign so connecting to that divine feminine taurus brings us aspects of quiet sensuality sentimentality affection patience stability determination practicality, stubbornness, and resistance to change. They are one that needs order, which is, I think, one of the reasons that I'm like, (laughs) okay, I got to get this shit cleaned up and start me nuts. (laughs) Uh, An antagonist, and can be temperamental when provoked, but would rather just really be pretty chill, hanging out with ones that they love, hanging Mm -hmm. out in their home, things like that, very earthly-based, you know? Taurus is connected deeply to the feminine aspect and ruled by the sensual planet Venus, goddess of beauty, arts, pleasure, and emotions, a love of luxury, and an exceptional creative ability. Taurus is an earth element with aspects of darkness, healing, introspection, hibernation, which is another reason why you might be feeling like you need to organize because mm. you're going to be going down for the winter. You're going to be hibernating. Mm-hmm. Um, earth element is responded to winter stability, foundation, mm-hmm. your body, nurturing, womb, physical, and receptive, just to name a few. In the tarot, earth is represented by the pentacles or coins, representing home, healing, physical aspect, health, family, stability, money, education, wisdom, strength, growth, and fertility. The aspects of the moon in the sign of Taurus right now are a steady power of concentration that will help you during this moon with confronting issues and handling them. Let your artistic side come out and play this moon with a beautifully decorated small dinner party of your closest friends. Surround yourself with those you feel love from and for. Let your sensuality come out and play. This moon will bring a deep connection to Mother Earth and the physical aspect. Do not be surprised if you are craving physical pleasure at this time. Remember to slow down. Savor life fully. Be patient. Worthwhile things are worth waiting for. Look at your magical workings as construction processes. Mmm. Yeah. Access the pleasure of life. Move mindfully, being present in each moment. A sense of quiet may come over you along with thoughts of practicality, stubbornness, and feelings of affection. Schedule that sensual time with your beloved or... Yourself. The astrologers consider the moon in Taurus to be exalted as stability of Taurus steadies and strengthens the normally changeable, erratic influence of the moon. Great powers of concentration granted at this time. Watch for endurance sensitivity and your sensuality to come out this week i choose for the stone of the week petrified wood i love me some petrified wood but you know i'm all about the tree mm-hmm. so anything, you are. anything <laughs> wood and i'm like yeah i like it i like me some wood i'm just gonna put that out there i, I had to slip one in <laughs> our
0: listeners cannot see me but i am shaking my head like a disapproving grandmother <laughs> So, I just, I'm going to have to get, like, a, a little, like, soundtrack button and just play the Beavis and Butthead laughter. Oh, my God, I love Beavis and
1: Butthead. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so, so this week I choose petrified wood as it shows staying power and strength by existing since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still find fossilized, opalized pieces of of petrified wood it's amazing amazing, Yes, they're beautiful and they're amazing and every time i touch one i'm like oh my god you're so amazing so it takes you deep into earth's healing and grounding aspect i also choose one of my favorites aragonite not only is it a powerful grounding stone but it is wonderfully useful for deep, peaceful, and centering meditation. Aragonite radiates warmth and grounding from the center as a seed of a soul that manifests its life through daily experiences and events. This week's question, Do you feel connected with Mother Earth? How can you strengthen that connection? Have fun answering that. Get out. Go for a hike do something like that what's going on with the wheel of the year we are still
0: very much as i mentioned earlier dealing with the Samhain full moon energies but i also want folks to start to look at the new moon time coming up and as well as the resting preparation time for our winter solstice Mm -hmm. yule we just finished with Samhain yule comes thursday december 21st So we've got about six weeks to repair for all that holly goodness. (laughs) And yes, I said holly. Which grows amazingly wild everywhere
1: around here. Yes, it it. does.
0: It does. And holly represents the masculine element. It's often used to decorate doors, windows, and fireplaces. And many people who do it don't understand that they've got this huge, giant pagan symbol in their homes. (laughs) But I'm here to tell you, it's very pagan. Maybe we should keep that a secret. I don't know. (laughs) Because of its prickliness, it was thought to capture or ward off evil spirits before they could enter a home and cause harm. The holly leaves, symbolic of the holly king, represent hope. And the red berries represent potency. Mm-hmm. We're fortunate that we don't have to cut ourselves to gather holly and can get representative floral pins at our local craft marts. However, at many farmers or holly markets, you can find real holly wreaths to decorate your home. For now, however, I have a wreath of dried sunflowers on my door, which is a nod still to the last harvest and the festival of feasting and gratitude. Thanksgiving we're going to have here very, very soon. but. I want people to kind of, as we've assumed kind of this role of pagan teachers, to understand kind of the symbolism and what's behind it and, you know, how they might bring more spiritual and positive energies into their home as we approach Mm -hmm. Yule. Yeah. And Holly is most definitely a way to do that. Do it symbolically, do it in a way that is meaningful to you, but
1: just looks festive to the rest of the world. Yeah. It's really cool because I have holly that just pops up and grows wild. Oh my gosh, I'm constantly pulling it out of my
0: garden. I I don't, I (laughs) don't. It's invasive
1: here. It um, encircles my house, so I do not pull it out. In fact, I have bows tied on it, so my husband knows not to pull it out or cut Mm -hmm. it down or anything like that. Because of the fact that I fully believe that it helps to ward off evil spirits mm-hmm. and negative energy oh, yeah. the, in general, the
0: holly that's on the edge of the property, I, I leave it be. Yeah. But if it's in my raised beds, oh, mm, I
1: know. no, I get that because it's a pretty sure.
0: powerful plant. Yes, so, and it can take over if it's not said here, holly. This is your area. This is area. where
1: you grow <laughs> and protect. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> So what about our pagan connection? Well, this week's pagan connection is with Micah, who at the time we interviewed, was the president of the um, Puget Sound Pagan Pride Board. Okay. Now they're going through re-election and things like that. So she's still holding her space as president until there's re-election and, and new vote for president that comes in. And, and you're right in that transition. Yes, Got in it. that transition, Got it. yeah. Which, th- yes, it is transition all over the place. Uh, right I, I see. <laughs> going into that new year and, you know. So anyway, so I just want to say she was such a delightful delightful soul to interview and so full of wonderful amazing knowledge she is amazing knowledge and she's actually stepping down as president this year because she wants to pursue her own amazing pagan wiccan business oh great yeah so um which off the top of my head i cannot remember the name of right now but i have the card at home so we will slip that in okay on the website too just to give her a little boop Shout out But Cool She fucking rocks man Alright let's take a listen To the interview Awesome let's do it Hey everybody Marilyn coming to you Once again From the 2017 Puget Sound Pagan Pride, and I am here with the beautiful Micah today. You are beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> she's my beautiful, beautiful Pagan priestess. She has no idea that she's a priestess, though. Do you?
2: I'm not a priestess. No.
1: You are to More me a priest, but you not a priest. well, well, you're a little bit of a lot to a me. Bit of both. There yeah. you go. So, my love, will you please tell us about? Pagan Pride and your position at Pagan Pride. Okay.
2: Uh, my name is Micah Rand, actually Mishaela, but Micah is what I go by. Uh, yeah, that's my beautiful. birth name. So, well, thank that you. Is beautiful. Thank you. It's hard to get people to say that. But anyhow, um, a little bit about my position. I'm the president of Pagan Pride this year. Uh, I've been the president for the last three years. Before then, I was a workshop presenter, and then I became the workshop coordinator. Nice. And I vend. Um, Silver Moon Medicine is my business, and I vend in many, many different types of venues, Paranormal, Bigfoot, uh, you name it. What well, you vend? I myself, personally, I am a cosmic shaman. I do a lot of healing work and awakening work, is what I call it, with star children I and star that. seeds.
1: You and I need to talk. <laughs> we, we need to keep in contact for real.
2: Absolutely. Well, Good. I teach. I teach a lot of classes at Spooked in Seattle. We do a. Oh med- my god!
1: I've been wanting to go there. Have you? Right yeah, on.
2: Have- yeah, we usually vend there. It's every month. It's a I'll do a little plug for them that's a metaphysical market. We're there the first Sunday of the month. And so I love it. I teach a lot of classes. I'm
1: excited. I'm excited. So okay, so what is the purpose of Pagan Pride?
2: So the purpose for me and my mission has been to provide a space for not only well for pagans of all walks of life no matter what it is from simple to very high magic complex a place for them to come and see others and share network and and get the word out and build their own connection I, I think the thing that bothers me or worries me the most is that we have a lot of people who have lots of great ideas and have been doing paganism in their own part of the craft for a long time. And the sad thing is, is when those people pass away, so does their craft if they don't share it and pass it on. So I just, my thing is, is to offer that opportunity for a refuge. There are a lot of individuals right now awakening. 2012, Brought us so many are awakening right now, and they're awakening to try to figure out where they belong spiritually. And so for me, I wanted to create a space where people could come. So not only for the ancients to pass their stuff on, but to give their medicine out to others that may want to either become or be or follow that path, or come and get a taste of different paths. Okay, hey, I know I'm pagan, but I don't like the way or I. I don't feel like i fit in right. with that right. but hey wow that symbol but, keeps oh shining gosh,
1: that, yes it's shining and i'm seeing it that's, i'm gonna go follow that for a minute and check it out that, yeah that's totally, right and totally. so that's
2: been my goal is to continue to offer those opportunities to and for the people who are scared who think pagans are you know we're out eating babies or whatever oh, and all the God. other crazy things that they think we're doing
1: although i should totally set that up in my front yard for halloween <laughs> just
2: because. <laughs> well, that's right for halloween <laughs> But, I mean, I wanted to be able to then offer to just the general public. Yes. Anybody who has a misconception or a thought process that, you know, this is a very negative way of practicing spirituality, It's we're practicing spirituality, not a religion. Correct. Now, some do take it to a religious aspect, yes. but that is their way of connecting their gods, In their, their energies to their self. It's their ritual. It's not necessarily the ritual of the whole.
1: Correct. And I also think that that is one of the most beautiful things about paganism is that it is so all-embracing and eclectic mm-hmm. and just all-loving. Yes, right. I, th- that's what I love about it most. Mm-hmm. Because to be quite honest with you, one day I'm here, the next day I'm there, another day I'm doing something else. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the most eclectic people you will meet. Yes. And yes. I love that. And I never have to worry about, oh, well, you're not on this path mm-hmm. or you're not on that path. And I'm like, I'm on a multitude of paths. That's and right. when Spirit says go down this one, I go down there. Spirit says go down that one, I go down there. That's right,
2: because we are multidimensional beings. Yes. I mean, we may be a 3D type face right now, but yes. we are multidimensional that we can't see as humans. Then many other gods and deities and sorts such can see. So, yes. you know, to me, that's what paganism and what this venue and this event is all about.
1: I love so, it. Thanks. Thank yeah. you for taking a moment to speak with me today. Sure. And thank you so much for organizing, being one of the amazing volunteers. Thank you. Volunteers. It is it's hard. A, it's a huge group it's that hard has work. been here doing this. Yes. And I have felt embraced and loved from the moment I walked in. That's good. good. So That's good I to want know. to tell all of you, all of you amazing, wonderful volunteers at Peg and Pride, Thank you so much for making me feel so loved and so welcome. Good. Content I'm glad that works. And myself, totally we're, appreciate it.
2: Yeah, we're really glad to have
0: you. Thank
1: you. I'm so excited. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm out for now. I'll be back soon.
0: Oh, wow. That was great. Yeah.
1: She's so awesome. She what a, just a light.
0: She's just a light. a light. Yeah. Well, when she gets everything going with her new venture and stuff, we'll have to have her back. Yes. Yeah. I would really like that for sure awesome
1: cool so what is going on with cauldron cooking i can't i can't say that like just cauldron cooking it just i like it i like it more the cauldron cooking (laughs) i like that
0: oh for all you kitchen witches out there uh, cauldron cooking is going to leave the cast iron cauldrons and skillets behind this week and focus on our slow cookers, our crock pots, et cetera. Just still a cauldron. Yes, it is. Just a different type. And we're making beef short ribs without Mm. the sugary sauce. And it's oh so delicious and yummy and good for you. You will need three pounds of boneless beef short ribs. And I always like to get the Korean style cut type Mm. because they just they just melt in your mouth when it's all said and done. You'll need olive oil, paprika, salt and pepper, quarter cup of chopped onion. I kind of was a little heavy-handed, and the photos you'll see it looks more like a half a cup, but it's okay. <laughs> a half a cup of red wine vinegar, two tablespoons of tomato paste, a tablespoon of gluten-free soy sauce. Mine is sugarless, too. So sometimes, this is tamari, sometimes you have to look at the labels because sometimes the what's sold in some of our markets has high-fructose corn syrup in it yeah. and, or sugar. Mm-hmm. And the real stuff doesn't have it in it. It's not added to it. There's natural sugars in the process of the fermenting of the, of the soybean, but it's, it's, there's no added sugar, and that's what you want. And then a tablespoon of fish sauce and one tablespoon of coconut sugar, which you can find right in the baking aisle in coconut your local. Coconut sugar is really good. It is really good, and you only need the tiniest little bit. Yeah. And you'll need some steamed rice or cauliflower rice. Your choice. I have tried that. It's really good. And a choice of steamed vegetable to go along with it. So I I throw my vegetable and the rice in the rice steamer, and it all cooks at once. Another cauldron, so to speak. But it's your (laughs) choice. And as always, the recipe will be online at countrydwellers.com for the podcast
1: episode number 21. I love it. 21. Twenty-one formulates into the number three manifestation. Woo-hoo, I love that. Three's the
0: magic number. Yes, it uh, is. Uh, 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 uh. So
1: let's let's talk about. Our witchy self care this week, which kind of goes with the moon because which, it's about organizing. Again, we which totally I, wrote separately. Totally
0: wrote separately. Fucking amazing. So I was like, witchy self care. What do we have to do? Okay, what what is what should be our focus for all our listeners out there? What do we want to help them with? What do we want to help ourselves yeah. with? And organization was what popped into my mind. And I know there are already people out there listening who said, oh. Oh, I hate organizing, and the goal is is simple. We're just going to focus on your closet. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't have to be done all in one session. No, I don't want you to get overwhelmed or stressed out about it. Take 15 minutes a day until it's done, and start with one type of clothing item. Say your shoes. Go through them, purge the things you haven't worn,
1: don't fit, are you know in disrepair beyond repair. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you. If you have not worn it in over a year, there's a reason why you haven't worn it. Yes. It may not fit anymore. And you know what? It just doesn't fit anymore. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to start going to the gym and get back down to that size zero. Because guess what? You look fucking fabulous just the way you are. You don't need to be a size zero. So get rid of it. Donate it. Sell it on eBay. Whatever. Exactly. When we're talking about purging things, I want you to
0: look at the rule of threes And when we're talking purging, that's gift, keep, or toss. Mm
1: -hmm. In
0: the giveaway category, give them away to charity or offer up on free cycle, buy nothing. Keep means you're going to spend a few moments doing any kind of maintenance on your shoes. Dust them off, take them for repair, polish them, renew worn out laces, etc. Or if you've chosen a different category of, of clothing, Again, you're going to take a moment, make sure there's no stains on it, it has all its buttons, whatever, and then put it back in the closet. And of course, toss means to get them into the rubbish. Don't put it back in the closet. (laughs) Do not. Gift it. Oh, you're not supposed to toss them back into your closet? No. (laughs) No. Should go in the circular file, as they say. This act falls in the realm of self-care because all that lack of organization curates negative energy in a multitude of ways. From not being able to find the item we need and wasting precious time to collecting that dull staleness that seems to multiply and procreate even more negativity when things are disorderly and messy. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to attract negative
1: energy. No, absolutely not. And it also turns into negative mental energy as well with that cluttering of your mind.
0: That's right. That's right. Because you're stressed and
1: frazzled. Oh, I can't find my black sweater. Or where are my hiking boots? I don't know where they are. I can't find my keys that are under the pile of clothing on my dresser that I haven't put away yet. Yes. So (laughs) take care of yourself
0: by taking care of your things and organize that closet. When you're done organizing your shoes or whatever item you decide to tackle, sweaters maybe, take an inventory. Do you need new sneakers, hiking boots, winter boots, work shoes? Make a list of whatever you need. And when, you're comp- when you have completely organized your closet, you've done several 15-minute sessions over how many days or whatever, then make a list of what you need. Not what you want, but what you need. And when you've completely organized that closet and it's all clean, then don't be surprised if a windfall of good fortune is at your doorstep or your bank account. And then take that list and do a little resupply for your
1: closet. Yes. And one of the things that I stand by, it's kind of a rule that I set for myself, whatever I bring into my closet, I get rid of one. So like if I buy myself a new shirt or a new sweater, Mm -hmm. I get rid of, an old shirt or an old sweater or an old pair of shoes that I no longer wear or something like that. That way at least I'm balancing that shit out <laughs> until I do the purge. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until I do the big purge. Yep.
0: <laughs> and and don't go crazy when when you go to resupply. Only get the things you need. You want to add a little more positive energy to it, then give the cost of a new pair of shoes or jeans or whatever to your favorite charity. And watch the magic of Threefold come back to you. I'm going to link some great resources for closet organization on our post for episode 21 if you need a little bit more instruction beyond what we discussed here today on the
1: Country Dwellers podcast. Love it. And remember, don't be afraid of color, people. Don't be afraid of color. Oh, come on. I like black. I know. We all like black. I love, love black. But I have to pop in that color sometimes because we're going into that dark season now. So do not be afraid to wear those bright colors to liven up your attitude. For reals. For Maybe. reals. I need it. She says for reals. <laughs> What's going on with the old one's wisdom today? Well, I'm a little
0: bit disappointed.
1: Why? Well, we didn't get
0: anyone to to comment on our last episode when we asked them for their personal favorite mentor quotes. Not on, like, SoundCloud or iTunes or Google Play or on our website at countrydwellers.com. But the offer still stands. Any and all episodes, if you have some comment about anything we discuss, including Old One's Wisdom, Mm -hmm. please feel free to comment. In the meantime... I wanted to share this little bit of wisdom since, as we've been t- talking this week about how full of extra charge magical energy things are, you have to be careful to not allow those energy vampires to suck away your oh, positive girl. energy. Give freely, but be careful
1: not to let yourself be drained. Know what I mean? Yeah, I totally know what you mean. I'm in the business of helping people spiritually and counseling them. You'd be surprised. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I completely know about energy vampires. You gotta protect a damn self for sure. Today's quote is from
0: Celestine Chua, who is a life coach and a successful blogger who is focused on helping people be their personal best. I love it. Hard to fault that as a career goal, right? Not <laughs> no. i not. I strive to do that. Are you kidding? Anyways, Ms. Chua has a long list of things to do when confronted with negative people, AKA energy vampires. And I'm going to read this list as well as you'll find the link to the full article that she wrote regarding how to deal with negative people. And here it is. Number one, ground yourself. Number two, shield yourself. Number three, hang out in groups of three or more. That way that person isn't just sucking your energy, right? Provide a listening ear. Sometimes all that person wants to do is vent. Mm-hmm. And once they vent, they stop feeding off of your energy and taking it. Extend a helping hand. Sometimes their energy vampirism is a cry for help. Number six, stick to light topics. The weather, current trends, something fun like a new
1: restaurant in town. Yes. Okay. Your favorite wine. Your favorite wine. <laughs> yeah. And I drank too much of last
0: night. Yes. <laughs> our poor listeners are probably wondering why they're not hearing hearing the clinking of our, our glasses. But we are both drinking tea. Yes. She's yes. recovering and I'm saving up energy for the weekend. So, <laughs> <laughs> number seven, if all of these other things up above don't work, reduce contact with that person. Or eliminate it. And that's number eight. (laughs) Cut them away from your life entirely. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's really hard when they're family, but you can create more space between you and that person. And it's going to be a slow process, but it can be done. And like I said, this is really an abbreviated list. There's more to this, and I encourage everyone to read the link on Mrs. Chua's website. It's good stuff, good wisdom. Not necessarily from an old one. She's rather quite young, very smart woman. But the ancestors are probably nodding their heads like a bunch of bobble dolls right now, saying, yes, yes, yes. Go to Personal Excellence blog and the link on our website, and you will find it. And I hope it helps people because, again, I sat down and I said, okay, where do we need to focus the wisdom this week? And the first thought that came to my mind was, Energy vampires, which is kind of weird because, like, I've worked really hard in the last few years to keep those people away from me mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, I'm very em- an empath to a degree, and I want to help people and I want to, you know, be supportive of my community and my friends and my family. But sometimes you can't, and it's it's hard to learn what that balance is, and that Mrs. Chua's got a huge. Long list of explanations and tactics about how to ground yourself, how to shield yourself,
1: how to put up those boundaries and say no. How to know that it's okay to say I can't have a friendship or relationship with you. Right. I understand that. Mm -hmm. There are... So many people that I speak to, and they're so beautiful, and their light shines so brightly, Mm -hmm. and they tell me about, you know, this bad person that they've been with, or this one that's been attracted to them, or whatever, and I'm like, well, of course they're attracted to you. Have you seen your shine Mm -hmm. recently? Mm -hmm. Just because you have this immense, beautiful shine that lives within you, you need to know you're going to attract those people that are positively needing to come be with you to learn from you to get that message Mm -hmm. that you need to give to them but you're also going to be attracting those negative dickheads your way as well Mm -hmm. that are seeing your shine and thinking i want that as mine Mm -hmm. that needs to be Mm -hmm. mine right now those energy vampires for sure
0: and there's actually been times in my life where i felt like there was so much negativity in my life and so much trauma and drama going on that I actually pulled myself away from people so that, you know, basically my shit didn't shit on them. And there's people out there who can't
1: get outside of themselves well, to do that, too. when you did that, too, did you realize that it wasn't all yours either because their shit was gleaning onto you? Absolutely. Yeah. That was
0: my next point. Yeah. And
1: once I did that, I went, huh.
0: Uh-huh. It wasn't me. They had me convinced That I was adding negativity to their life, and that's not what it was. Correct. They had manipulated me to basically fulfill their agenda. Yes.
1: Yes. So. Which it easily happens. A lot easier than people think. And so if this is happening to you, don't beat yourself up. Because it happens without us even knowing
0: sometimes, mm
1: -hmm. to be quite honest with you. Just know that if you're noticing this, acknowledge it. Acknowledge that what is going on and take these steps to disassociate yourself from that situation for sure. Mm-hmm. Totally. For sure.
0: And if you need to pull in some magical workings to try and figure it out like we've been saying all this podcast it's a great time for scrying the energy sure, sure is, it is way in tune for it and that is definitely a question that you could ask before you scry or do the tarot or what have you
1: right or even just call in your ancestors and ask them that question yes for sure because this is this is really ancestor time. Yes you. it is. It's still so, we're still in that yeah. that the veil has
0: not come back up folks. It's still very very thin. Very much. Both Marilyn and I are getting messages every day and yeah. it's 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 so intense. I'm so I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to the other end of this because it's like okay, how much more
1: can I take? <laughs> I'm taking whatever I can get, baby. I know. And You're, then I'm just going to use that. I, I am so much more like, oh my God, this is
0: exhausting. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. It is time, folks, for our spell of the week. And Marilyn is going to lead us into it.
1: Well, this week's spell is all about connecting to the earthly aspect of divine feminine, the mother, and the womb. That lives within all of us. It's about strengthening our inner foundation. So, I mean, you're talking about energy vampires and how do you know and things like that. Well, after we do this spell, you're going to really be grounded. You're going to know that truth from inside out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here we go. Oh, light a candle, a brown one or a green one would be nice for this. And watch the flame as you say this spell, all right? And then do whatever other form of divination you might wanna do. But you're really gonna get grounded in this one. So, go deep, bitches. Here it goes. The rock, the wood, the dirt, my blood. My heart that beats within, my soul that stands without. The roots that are my family, intertwine with bones as i lay in the ground i call you into me to bring me silent peace and strength to know my worth and fill me with the sight of the profound so it is
0: thank you for spending this time with us go
1: in peace love and light the circle is open but unbroken Until we meet again, my darlings.
0: Merry part and blessed be. You've been listening to the Country Dwellers Podcast. You can find us here each and every Saturday. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as on the web at countrydwellers.com. Thanks for listening. Blessed be.